welcome to the latest edition of Woodman Corner, the West Bromwich Albion podcast that now understands why Albion opted against signing Ali Gabir. Uh, I'm Graham Brown and I'm sat here with fellow Albion fan Joe Chapman. Hello Graham, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. And we also have a notional, I think I'm allowed to say you're not an Albion fan, Alex Dickin. My granddad was. My granddad was. So. Yeah, yeah. God, what we thought we'd do? I'm almost there. We thought we'd have. We, we, thought, we thought we'd continue to be an Albion fans podcast, but have a uh, a less a more dispassionate view about it. Because what we're doing today is, in light of the fact that, that we've had a lot of stories recently about um, interesting Foster, Garzi, Dawson, and others, we thought we would do our official view of what uh, we thought the um, each Albion player is worth out there in the. Um, transfer market. I can tell you I've been totting mine up and, and I work out that the Albion squad is worth about £160 million and um, but that's not on the basis that you take money off for the likes of Gareth Barrett and Hal robson Carney, which you probably have to. Um, <laughs> mate, if, you, if, if you've got any time for Hal robson Carney, you came into the wrong room. Um, so just to generally, before we, before we bounce into this, uh, name, name we, we've got, we, we, we've seen the likes of Foster, Dawson, obviously the likes of Chadley, but moreover, um, Rodriguez and Livermore coming into uh, as players that are going to go elsewhere. Of those players, let's let me say Foster, Gibbs, Hagazi, Livermore, Rodriguez. How many of them are still at Albion at the start of next season? Oh. Well, I think by despite the recent interest that the the feeling you got off uh, Ben Foster at the back end of last season, speaking to him was certainly that. He's no. He had no. Certainly at that time in April time, he he had no intentions of uh, kind of angling for a move or anything like that. Very settled in the West Midlands. He's obviously got a, got his family here. He's from here. He's been at Albion for a long, long time. Uh, so this stage of his career as well, I'm not sure he'd be ready to kind of just uproot and you know kind of just for the sake of being in the Premier League although at this point <clears throat> he's not come out and said anything about those Watford things has he no but I suppose I suppose players don't really do they not unless you're James McLean I suppose more interesting Dawson we're starting to report Dawson's going to go Alex is Dawson mm. going to be an Albion player at the start of the season I, I look at obviously go dropping down to the Championship you think the only reason someone like Dawson would you know want to leave Albion is quite a decent sized club uh, they'll obviously pay him quite well would be to potentially playing the Premier League to I suppose realise England ambitions but Craig Dawson's not, not going to play for England is he so I don't really understand why he'd leave Albion and get to a similar club in the Premier League rather than just stick it out for one more year remain popular with a fan base that already adore you mm-hmm. and get him back to the Premier League I, don't, I, I, I can't see Dawson going I mean you, you see the teams mentioned Burnley's a, I mean it's, it's obvious isn't it I mean he's, if you look at the player the player Craig Dawson he's perfect for Sean Dyche and Burnley but I mean, what's what's the point? What's the point in going to a Burnley? It's a, I mean, if I'll be able to get promoted next year, it's a pretty backward step, isn't it, Burnley? Uh, my hope with Dawson would be because I would like to see him stay to offer some form of continuity. Is that Albion can offer him the same wages that Burnley are going to offer him for one season, give him one season cracking it. If not, you maintain the same um, clause. You're you're equally able to go, and we kind of won't send you away. I think the deciding factor in this might be Darren Moore. You know, mm. I, I would like to think playing for Darren Moore. That said. I mean, I am in no way in the know, but I, but having spoken to one or two people who are more so, I get the impression Dawson does want to go, uh, which uh, which would be a shame. Yeah, he, he he wanted to go about four years ago, didn't yeah. he? And at that point, he was obviously of an age where he needed to play football. He was kind of early to mid twenties, and 
and Burnley came calling and even then he was Sean Dyche's kind of player um, and Alan Irving said you know come on just stick with it um, find your place in the, in the starting eleven. he started playing alongside Jerry Lescott early on and ended up signing a new deal yeah. um, and the transfer request was withdrawn but um, it's quite clear that Dyche is still a fan he, he does as he say he does fit that bill he's obviously from the North West so you know that kind of uh, link is, is an obvious one to make European football etc etc European football but yeah European football at Turf <laughs> what a world we live in so, so okay, I, I haven't I've asked everyone who's on this podcast um, this but, but not you Alex so let's ask this £20 million for Jay Rodriguez do you sell yeah yeah 100% what's he scored 11 goals in all comps last year what's 7 in the Premier League yep I, yeah £20 million for Jay yeah 100% and you've re- you report a lot on Villa and, and other lowly championship sides. <laughs> Could you replace Joe Rodriguez with a player of similar ilk to Joe Rodriguez yeah. for a lot less than that? Ross McCormack's available at Villa. On a more serious note, I, I'd, I'd imagine Lewis Grabber's probably up for sale, isn't yeah, it? Well, Lewis yeah. Grabber, he's the player I always think of. That's, that's the thing, yeah, because I think it's five million. He's a real teams, fox in the team, box, isn't he? Five million teams quoted last year, so what, a 30-year-old who's going to get you 20 goals at Championship Perfect? Which he would do, wouldn't he? He would get you no. 20 goals next year. Um, but you could easily... I mean, if you get 20 million for, for Rodriguez, you could get... Um, a 10 million striker would get you 20 goals a year, and then you could probably get two more players in midfielder, Romain Sawyers, whatever, and Ryan Woods. So, yeah. I mean, it's no-brainer. Uh, Joe, 20 million for Joe 20 million, Rodriguez? yes, yes, certainly. I'd take 20 million. Uh, if you'd have said to me about kind of March-April time, I'd have had Joe Rodriguez... At, towards the top of my list of players that Albion must keep but if they were to be offered 20 million tomorrow by a Premier League club then I, I'm struggling to see how you turn that down yeah. he's a guy who's going to be 28 I think he's been good for Albion in, in, in a lot of senses and um, no, he, he towards the back end of the season he had a pretty fruitful time relatively speaking with, uh, with Rondon up front but you couldn't turn down 20 million the other thing as I think I've said this before so I'll say it briefly is you can see the cost of not selling players at their peak at Albion already you know that yeah. if you just if you just count Berahino and um, Evans alone you're talking about, you're in the arena of 30 million quid that you've uh, you've blown away by yeah. not selling players at the right time still 15 million for Sano Berahino absolutely <laughs> incredible we'll remain we'll remain wonderful <laughs> business for what's kind of sweet that yes um, right well let's bounce into this now so I've got a list of Albion players in front of me now and what I think they're worth um uh, so let's let's bounce to it. Um, first one, Ben Foster. Ben Foster is 35. Uh, he's been linked with a 10 million pound move to Watford. I am saying I would be happy if they sold for 8 million pound. What are you saying, Joe? Uh, it'd be interesting if that actually came to fruition. Really, and you know, 10 million pound gets slapped in, mm. as the tabloids like to say. Um, where 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 do Elvin go with that? He's such a vital part of the dressing room on the pitch. The fitness worries that have once dogged him, in, you know, aren't there. Well, they weren't there last season. If a deal, if an offer was to come in for, say, ten million pound, I think you'd be hard pressed to reject it, wouldn't you? Well, for a thirty-five-year-old goalkeeper, I'd accept it. Uh, what are you saying? I'm a ten million. Yeah, I think with that, with with Foster, I think it comes down to him whether he wants to stay. Because yeah, I mean, if he wants to stay, I'll be and we'll have no trouble rejecting. I mean that's that's a decent bid, but no draw rejecting bids for him. But I mean obviously there's there's, there's nothing to gain for Foster at thirty five is that's just kind of up sticks and, and leave this area when he's lived here for what, 
six, seven years now. Well, no. beyond that, yeah. He's you might make the case that you can commute to, to from Leamington to Watford relatively as easily as you could from Leamington. And to he's Leamington. already played for Watford as well, so he knows that club. You know, he, he, he definitely doesn't want to move, but I don't think he needs to move. Yeah, I think he's just no. I, I, well, I think that's, value, that's a total. Um, well, ten million, yeah, I'd take. I don't. If you were to value Ben Foster tomorrow at thirty-five, former England goalkeeper, who towards the end of the season was absolutely excellent, I thought he would be putting some really, really strong performances at the end of last season uh, with a pretty wobbly defence in front of him. Um, I don't know. You're plucking figures out of the air, aren't you? Really? I mean, five, to, five, six million. I don't know. Welcome to our podcast. Plucking yeah. figures out there. Go and pluck a figure I out think, there. I think six, seven million. Seven million to be fair. I think six million. If we signed him for four. You if know, you if get, you get a, if you were to get a, a, a profit on him, for I mean, six, ten, seven years old. Ten sounds crazy for a for a thirty-five-year-old goalkeeper. Mm. He's probably got what? He's got five years, hasn't he? Max. Yeah. But he's already said before, you know, about his knees. His glass. He calls up his glass knees. They could go at any time. You know what I mean? Go. Midway through next season, mm. ten, ten million. Ten, ten yeah, million <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why the set. That's why the uh, the goalkeeper that Albion must recruit this summer has to be in a position to challenge him, and not someone that's just you know another Boas Minor. Needs to be someone that really has to come in and yeah. Yeah. and push for a, for the for the first team place. Well, they're talking the yeah. Uh, well, remains to be seen if that 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 happens. The um okay, Alan Neer, what's he <laughs> worth? Neer, I'd. Uh, I can't imagine the clubs would be queuing up front of me on this summer, but a couple of million maybe. I've gone with. I watched Neon. Last time I watched Neon was actually in a, a 23 game uh, against Villa at Walsall's ground um, about six months ago. And he came toe to toe with Callum O'Hare. For those who don't know, Callum O'Hare is probably the smallest player in football. And Neon fell over. <laughs> they came shoulder to shoulder and O'Hare won. So based on that, I mean, I. I don't know how he kind of survived in the Premier League towards the end of last season. So. Uh, to be oh. fair to Neil, he just playing ice skates. You, you, you try it. He's an enigma, uh, Alan Neon. He's there were times last season where he he was he really played out of his skin, uh, and then this year he's he's really or well, this this season just finished. He's really struggled and uh, for for large parts, particularly when Pardew was there, he you know he didn't play as much as he would have liked, and Dawson played right back and. You know, um, he, he all of a sudden he lost his place in the team. So, yeah, he's one of those. After losing McCauley and Evans, and interest is going to continue with Dawson. You'd expect Neon to be there. I mean, depending on what he earns, if he doesn't earn an awful lot, I'd, I'd keep him as a squad player. Well, no, and that's that's what I mean. I would say four million. So, so the spirit of this is: what is he worth to Albion? What's it worth selling? I've gone for four million. The reason being, I mean, that's loosely what we pay for him, but moreover. Exactly that reason that Albion have got to fundamentally restructure their squad. Meanwhile, in Neon, you have what is that championship level and a passable left and right back for your squad. Yes, you yeah. get in most championship sides, and he could play. You know, he could play as part of a back three as well. Exactly, and, and, and plausibly will do next season. Mm. So uh, for that reason, and uh, you know, in light of the fact that I think Dawson will go, who's who's the alternative right yeah. back? I won't be looking to. In fact, formerly might be conservative for me. I don't want to see Alan Neon leave Albion particularly. I saw a report um, earlier that. Suggest that Nottingham Forest are quite close to snapping up Sam Byron. And I think someone like that would be yeah, ideal. He's, he's got to play for three years, though, as I said. He hasn't. He hasn't. That's that's something that, of course, is a question mark over a lot of players. And Rodriguez was one of them when you signed him. You think about the the fitness issues and 
Uh, players like that, you know, kind of players that kind of go under the radar that need a fresh start. It's, um, in, it's interesting at fullbacks. I think that we need to sign a different kind of fullback who can get forward. And actually, to say yeah. that Neil needs that. Neil's got a real energy. He just doesn't got any, any final ball. Um, but uh, I, I hope that Darren Moore signs solid citizens. I don't know whether Sam Byron is or he's or isn't. But the, the main thing is, you know, to go to the kind of um, Sean Dyche way of signing the right kind of person rather than um, rather than a player who's performed in the Premier League or something. So let's go next. Kieran Gibbs, mm. Alex. What's Kieran Gibbs worth of the album? Um, well, what do they pay for him? What? what, what was it? Well, Tony, t- well, no. T- see, so that was suggested to Tony Pulis last last season, and he laughed at that. He oh really? That, yeah. That it, he, he said it was a, a good bit less. Um, because there was obviously talk initially that Albion were close and then Watford came in this was like earlier on in the, yes. in, the, in the summer Watford came in then Watford were expected to sign him that didn't happen and then Albion ended up revisiting it very very late in the window and of course Arsenal had signed um, Kalasinac yeah. already had Monreal and, and were very very happy to let him go so with Gibbs it's a tough one I think because he's about 28 He's English. There's a queue of left backs ahead of him in, in terms of international football. So that's like Dawson. That's that's not really a, a, you know anything that's likely to happen anytime soon. What's your number? I'd still I'd still be looking for a, a pretty decent profit on him, though Gibbs. I think he's a pretty handy left back. I think he'd be very good in the Championship. So I've put I've put ten mil. As have I. Have you? I don't think he disgraced himself in the Premier League, has he? So he, nah. did, he did okay, and he ended, and he ended the season strong. I mean, he was one of the Albion players kind of who was most consistently decent over the last, over last season. So I'd say yeah. I, I think anything around 10 million, 12 million, I think you're looking yeah. at. It's good. He's a, right, he's, he's a left back, isn't he? So kind of yeah. full backs don't give that much, do they? You only no. buy a left back if you need one, don't you? Yeah. Um, right, Dawson. I've gone. Craig Dawson, I would make my pizza at eighteen million pound. I justify this because um, Alfie Mawson has talked about a player that's kind of twenty five to thirty million. Michael Keane, who, who moved to Everton last season at a slightly um, in a slightly more depressed market, went for twenty five million. He's he's no worse than either of those. He's uh, he's in England also and a bit older than Mawson, but equally a bit more experienced. So I think minimum um, we should be looking for something in the arena of eighteen million. What do you reckon, Joe? Yeah, I'll put twenty. Uh, um, it would it would be suggested that I'm about to enrage a fan base here, aren't I? Albion, <laughs> I've been suggested that uh, Albion are looking for more than that, and that the idea that Burnley offered twenty five for him and Rodriguez was laughed at because unfortunately, I take your point about Mawson and, and Michael Keane, and these are English centre backs. Harry Maguire went for seventeen million. All right, he's played at the World Cup now, but he previously hadn't played for England, and he would just been relegated with Hull. Yeah, so. It's it's the going rate, I think, these days. Dawson's an experienced defender. He's versatile. He can play in two positions. You get your five goals a season. He's fearless. You chuck, him, chuck his body anywhere and everywhere around the pitch. He's a fitness freak. You know, he's never injured. Um, Plays in two it, positions. Yeah, it, there are a lot of boxes that he ticks. And I think Albin are well within their right to ask that, to demand that. Anyway, they're not in a they're not in a position where they need to sell him. But our listeners are itching to be upset by Alex this week. On that, so we're saying, <laughs> so, we're saying eighteen to twenty million. For Dawson. So Craig Dawson's twenty eight years old. So that's around the same age that James Chester was when he left Albion a couple of years ago to go to Villa. Yeah, uh, and that fee was around eight million. Mm-hmm. For me, um, 
I don't think that Craig Dawson's much better, if at all, than James Chester. And now I would value Chester at around ten million. So if I'm looking at Dawson, given that he's played in the Premier League for the last couple of years, um, and he's played well at right back, well at centre back, I honestly I'm just I'm just looking at you now, and I've, I've there's, there's reports that West Brom have rejected West Ham's twelve million pound bid for Dawson, but honestly I think around twelve million to be fair. And get out. <laughs> well, if only there was some opportunity for. for James Chester and Craig Dawson to put to let's say compete for the same place in the team. Oh wait, to see who's. Oh wait, wait a second. That did happen at right back, wasn't it? At right back. No, before Tony Pulis bombed Chester out to left back. Yeah, and that's only because Chester was was too good at crossing. Um, well, no, that's interesting. Well, so you're saying about twelve million? I'd say around twelve million. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, I wouldn't contest that that um, Dawson necessarily is a much better player than Chester. What I would say is. You've got more Premier League experience, and the selling team doesn't need to sell. That's the difference, you know. Yeah. Chester's value now is depressed to a certain extent because mm. um, they don't have a. See, I would say Chester is is worth probably fifteen mil. Personally, Chester, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's what club you're at. If it was at exactly. Newcastle, exactly. Villa exactly. won't get fifteen yeah. million. Yeah. It depends who you are, doesn't it? If, you, if you're the buying club, you're thinking, oh, Dawson, I don't think he's worth much more than twelve. But if you're an Albion fan, you're thinking twenty million. I, I don't think look where he's going. I want twenty million as well. I, exactly. I, the thing is. I don't actually think Dawson is worth twenty million, but I think there we have is, it. There we have it. No, but there, <laughs> I, I the think this is about what Al- he's worth to Albion. Exactly. Yeah. I think as a player, Dawson's not worth twenty million, but then Mawson's not worth twenty-five, and Michael King's not worth twenty-five. Mark so was 30, wasn't he, I think. thirty million, maybe. <laughs> was it? But he, I suppose he was young yeah. at the time. Yeah. But the significance of Dawson is he's the one remain one player centre off that could potentially remain at Albion and actually be any good. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Dawson, you could give Dawson the captaincy next year. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. say his new contract. Which is almost as good as your Premier League contract, and you can get out of it after a season. So, no. mm-hmm. so uh, let's go to our, uh, our fav- favourite kicking boy, uh, Ahmed Hagazi. Uh, so, Joseph, what would you accept oh, for Ahmed? Hagazi? Not showered himself in glory this World Cup, has he? Really? Didn't shower himself in all that much glory in the Premier League. Hagazi had one good game, but it was, the, it was the one where they defended most deep, which tends to be the way with Hagazi. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're a if you're going to be a ball playing side, you're going to have more possession than your opponents, which Albion are expected to have yeah. in the Championship next season, you're going to play a fairly high line. Yeah. Um, the Championship has got better, I think, than the last time Albion were there. The players are quick, they're agile, they're skillful. There'll be a lot of teams who, a lot of mid table Championship teams, can hurt Albion next season with that kind of, in, in that kind of particular scenario. But in terms of him as an asset, he's being linked with Spurs sorts, and, yeah. uh, and Wolves and so on. Is that because he's got a brilliant agent? Possibly. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. He's at the World Cup, so ultimately he's in a window whether Albion are interested in selling him or not. Yeah. If he'd have, if Egypt had topped the group and kept three clean sheets, then all of a sudden, you know, he he, he gets a lot of interest just to be clear Egypt bottomed the group and kept no clean sheet yeah <laughs> lost, lost every game and, and uh, I, I, yeah between right. Agazi and Gabir they didn't look particularly convincing no. so in the spirit of that what um, is the figure you'd I've, I've said 4 million which I think is oh, probably no. <laughs> which is probably around what wait till you hear my figure which is probably around what they paid for isn't it? yeah go on I was actually I mean I've, I've just completely laughed kind of your argument off and then you came up with a really low Low valuation. I was going to go actually a bit higher than that. <laughs> well, I'm a lot higher than that. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so I was going to go around eight million. Oh yeah. But I don't mm. think I don't think I he's understand worth, your logic. I, I don't think there's much between him and Dawson. Dawson's probably a little bit better for me, but Dawson's English. 
and given the way the kind of homegrown quota goes now, Dawson is going to be worth more in our market. So, Agazi being from Egypt and you know he's not really a valuable in terms of like team selection to any manager who signs him. I, I don't. I, Eight million, that's fair. Well, I think, I think in terms of value in Hagar, I think for a start, we paid about four and a half million for him in the middle of last season. He spent an entire season uninjured, which I think appreciated his value in terms of when we signed him. You know, we signed him as a player that you know the likes of Fiorentina had, had sufficient interest in before, but he was injured and uh, and was seen as someone who was kind of an injury threat. So we should have appreciated in that regard. I've put ten million quid. Now, I think I think really? I'm probably I think actually I probably prefer Alex's valuation. But the reason why I said ten million quid is even though I am concerned about Garcia, I think it's really really likely he's going to be the only centre half we have left when when it all when it all washes through. I think we're going to need to buy at least two, possibly three centre halves, and we just don't need to lose them all really. So much as I'm not a massive fan of his, I'd rather. Well, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be against that. You know, Garcia. Agazi could play 50 matches next season in the Championship. He's proven this season that his injuries, that worries that have plagued him in the past, that, well, a lot most like Foster, weren't there last season, that he didn't miss a Premier League game, I don't think. No. Uh, I think he'd be a, a fairly fairly competent Championship centre back. Let me throw out a question to you two that watch a lot of football. Who's a better player, Ahmed Hagazi or Aidan Flint? Um, I've never. I've never I think flatters, flatters to deceive. Personally, I'm, he scores a few goals. I've but. never understood the hype around Flint. To be honest, I remember covering Blues after him last summer, and Lee Johnson was Lon Johnson was being promoted as like ten million pound and things like that. Yeah. mental. It's crazy for Aiden yeah. Flint, who's a he's probably worth half of that. Twenty-eight year old yep. centre half. He's slow as they come. Um, he scores goals. To be fair, I think he scored fifteen one one league one season, but he's league one, um, and he scored a hat trick against Warsaw, and that's no no you know tough feat. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, Hagar's is better than Flint for me. But Flint's English again, so yeah, he's worth more. <laughs> so we're going we're into midfielders now. Uh, let's start off with uh, with the, the the one that I've been uh, sticking up for most on this podcast, Jake Livermore, and I'll give, go with my valuation first. I'd be disappointed if Albion sold Jake Livermore for any less than eighteen million pounds. Four. Just like if, I, you uh, could, if you could see Alex's face, you get visual. Can we get visuals on but, Alex, please? But, well, justify it again. He's English. He will be in demand. As I understand it, Albion have reju- have rejected more than um, more than that from in the past. And this is about his value to the Albion. And I think as a as a club that's you know last season we had Krakowiak, we had Barry, uh, Brunt is a, is a year old. That's an area that we're clearly looking to strengthen with the likes of Sawyer's and. Um, and Woods and so on. I just think he'd be valuable to us to keep for a season. He's played in the Championship before. He's you know he's a competitive midfielder that will prob- that can last a forty six game season. Um, I just don't really want to lose him particularly. So I'm going. That's where I'm at. Eighty million, and I think it's plausible they won't get much lower than that. Like Kieran Gibbs and Foster, and to an extent Matt Phillips. He'd be a player I'd be particularly. Um, keen on keeping yeah. at Albion definitely with Livermore not even so much the um, the the kind of just the sheer fact that we actually haven't got any other midfielders it's more to do with the you know that he's I think uh, an experienced midfielder who has enjoyed promotion from the championship before gets it gets the league um, Albion paid 10 million for him I'd be disappointed if they didn't make a profit on him so what number have you put down I've gone for 15 
very conservative side. Um, just he's an England international. Had a not, he, he was an injury away. From, England, he's a present England international. That's why he, he's he's a, an injury from elsewhere in the squad, away from being in the World Cup squad. So uh, again, if thing. I can paint you a picture, Alex looked horrified this, when I said eighty million quid. This is the thing. Now, now, tell me he's worth five hundred k. When Joe told me his valuation Ooh. earlier, I was I was laughing. Um, but then, to be fair, I did realise that Liverpool is they pay ten million, and he is a, an England international. And if when well when England win the World Cup, Livermore should be there getting his medals. Well. John in. Terry in it in the shirt. He's played a decent part in getting us there. Um, I, again, I, I don't I don't think he's worth eighty million. I don't think he's worth fifteen million. But I suppose they've got to make some sort of profit on the ten million. So I'd, I'd put him around twelve million again. You know, it, it's said that under Pulis's time that they turned down twenty million plus from Leicester for uh, for um, who was who was making those calls. I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> Next, uh, <laughs> Matt Phillips is another. F- you're about to prepare those eyebrows to go oh again. Dear. I'm going to go again first. I don't think it's worth Uh-oh. selling Matt Phillips for any less than nine million. Ooh. Pounds. Oh, that's fine. I was about to drop my number. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> nine million quid. Uh, yeah. No, so, so Phillips. Phillips is capable, much like Livermore, is capable of being the Championship Player of the Season next year if um, if form and confidence is there for him. Equally, he's capable, as he has this season, of being pretty absent for the whole time. But I think fundamentally, the teams that are going to be interested in Phillips are going to be lower half of the Premier League, up half of the Championship teams that we're competing with anyway. I don't really see any value in selling him off anymore. I think there's other assets like McLean and Burke that they'd be better off selling. So I, I might even be being conservative there. I just don't really want Phillips to go particularly. Got Alex, what you're saying? Well, I've, all, I've always liked Phillips actually. I, was, I think he's a, there's a really, really good player in there. there he's waiting to get out. You know what really frustrates me about him? Why has he got no confidence? Yeah. Like, you've got all the pace in the world. He's quite big, strong. Um, I mean, we've seen so many times he can whip a, whip a shot in from 30 yards. It can fly in the top corner. He can also um, whip a free kick into the upper tier of the Brummie Road end. He can, but... Don't dent his confidence. <laughs> 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 but he's, he's, he's like corner delivery. He's quite consistent. He, like, you're right. He's a six-foot-three muscular bloke that has great, who has good delivery. He, there is a good footballer in there. A really good footballer, which is why, I, honestly, I, I, was, I thought you were going to say 19 million, actually, and you, <laughs> you let us into it. And I was about to collapse. But um, I, I, I don't think nine million is unreasonable. I'd probably go about seven or eight. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, I've got eight. Although I forgot the million as well, so my my total current year is at eight quid. But yeah, eight million. That's uh, still more than what, what is your agenda? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already made it clear. Phillips is a player that I think could could do some damage in the championship, and um, he'd be in a better squad next season, or hopefully he'll be in a better squad next season than he was when he was at QPR, mm. when he stood out. Kind of the you know if he was, I think he's got player, better players around him. Than when he was at QPR under Ian Holloway or whoever it was there at the time, yeah. then I think um, I think he could be a really, really you know effective player next season. Forgive this question because I'm really fickle and I have a really short Did he t- he turned round somewhat under Moore, didn't he? He didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played. Uh, he scored the goal at Newcastle. He um, he played really, really, really well at home to Liverpool. Yes, um, yes, he did. And was possibly man of the match for me that day. Yeah, he, he he really uh, he became quite effective. He, he seemed to pick up, and as Alex has already touched on, he's he's got these confidence issues where he has to really start believing himself a little bit more. And we saw that last season. But I don't know last season was half and half. Uh, the season before last was half and half. He was brilliant for half a season, and he was dreadful for the other half. I don't know that we'll ever go over that. I mean, we, we've, you've seen examples of it before. Dorans is a player I'd throw in there as someone who, if he had the personality, Kumas. 
if he had the personality, he'd be a terrific player. Jason Gumos, if he had the personality, would be a legend of, in, in this country. He was a phenomenal, but he just didn't have that personality to drive. And I'd say Doran's is the same, but I think to a, le- to a different extent, it's a, it's, a, it's similar to this. You, you get this, you know, it's not a given that you've got a, uh, a, a kind of a, that drive and that personality. You know, Cristiano Ronaldo is a really good example of someone who has it, but who, who has both. Yeah. But they're, they're they're a rarity, and I mean, what a player he would be if he was always uh, always confident. If, but it's not if, having watched the championship over the last year, like the left backs and right backs in that league, he will absolutely destroy them. Yeah. If it's a confident Mark Phillips, he will absolutely destroy them. Maybe the, the player of the year by Mark. Yeah. But um, it's obviously whether he can kind of get it right in his head and believe in how. Well, he I is. think I think he, he he appeared to really really enjoy it under more. So. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's one promising sign. It's, it's the right age. I'm going to bounce through James Morrison and Chris Brunt because I don't think their values are particularly relevant uh, and go to James McLean whose value at the moment is very relevant. Uh, Alex, what would you sell James McLean for? Six million. Joe? Six million. And I've got six million for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that, that's something that, you know, everything considered. I understand Gary Wright's a big fan. I'm surprised he's kind of chased him up. I thought maybe... His um, calibre, the right word, of target, maybe would have kind of shifted up a notch when he went from Derby to Stoke. But nope. he's still keen on <laughs> he's still keen on um, on McLean. Six million is four times what Albin paid for him, yeah. and they've had him for three years. So and it's twenty nine now. It's not like it's a, it's a position with it. We're particularly he wouldn't be difficult to replace. You got Burke, you got Phillips. Yeah. I'm sure Wingers will still be on Moore's radar. So. Six million for James McLean is a very good business for me. Um, yeah. I think they sold Ramadan Sobby for five and a half uh, to Huddersfield Stoke, so they've got the money, they've got the squad space to, you know, go and kind of make that deal happen. He's not gone to pre-season tour to Portugal with the rest of the squad uh, because he's he's been on international duty, so he's got an extra week off. So he's expected to do that deal this week. Yeah, as I said, depending on when this podcast goes out, he's going, to, he's going to have done it, isn't he? Yeah, he's probably, probably already a Stoke player, but that's um, that's six million, which I think is good business for Albion. I think we should probably park it, but I mean, the fact that Stoke are managing to do all these deals, um, you mm. know, less so and more so, you know, um, players that are significantly improving the squad. Well, the Afobi deal so. was good, and they've signed the Tabo's obviously out yeah. in. Out in uh, the they're doing all the things a team that's going to do well are doing. Yeah. Well, the, the only question mark there for me is right. The only question mark is because he's been at Derby last year, got all the experienced players in, and they bottled it towards the end of the year. I know they got in the playoffs, but they still bottled it. They're, they're a second for a large portion of the season, then just completely fell away. At Blues, they're always on around the playoffs, and they always tend to bottle it over the, the last 10, 15 games. So it's whether he can kind of um, transfer all the confidence that we know he does have and kind of turn that Stoke team, which it should be, into a championship winning team. Okay, uh, look at Alex is there. Chris has been throwing confidence. <laughs> um, so uh, this is an obscure one, but Burke. What are you? What are you saying? Burke's worth? Um, I put. Hold on. What have I put? Um, I've, I've gone with. I've gone with twelve because yeah. I, he's twenty-one years old. I mean, yeah, let's be honest. Burke's is almost a dead cert to be at Albion next season as yeah. as any any player because you know we're still waiting to see some. Um, They've priced him at the salary, really, haven't they? I think so. I think so. I, I, I can't see them getting fifteen million. No. So therefore, I've gone with twelve. I, I just think they're waiting to get something back from from what they spent on him, um, and hopefully, you know, the championship's the place for him to do it. How hopeful are you? I'm quite hopeful. I'm, I think I'm more hopeful actually than the average fan because I, I think 
people forget he's played there before. Yeah. He had a good time at Forest then for a short period. I remember seeing him a couple of years ago at Forest, and he only played the first few games before he moved. And uh, there was people comparing him to Gareth Bale. He was that good. No, he's big. He's bulky. He, I, can, I can understand I mean, that. I think they were comparing him from a perspective of, of um, twenty-one-year-old Gareth physicality. Bale. Scottish Gareth Bale. Yes, twenty-one-year-old Gareth Bale. He yeah, looks. You know. uh, he's got the physicality of Gareth Bale, but he it, it sort of looks like Gareth Bale without the poise. I'd say. You know, yeah, looks, yeah. He, he sort the, of looks like the, he looks like you need like cushion walls just for him to run into. Um, <laughs> without the worry of the final, the, the, the kind of the, the killer instinct at the end, which which obviously is. Will hopefully come in time. I'm, he, I'm actually less confident because I, I actually think he better suited the role of kind of a maverick substitute that he had in the Premier League than he does a player who's going to seal up the ball in the Championship. I'm, I'm concerned. Unfortunately, Graham Albion can't afford 15 million maverick substitutes, so they need. I don't know what I mean. Hence, hence, we are no longer in the Premier 15 League. 15 million quid players need but, to go straight to our first not, team. I'm, not, I'm not certain that he's going to be right. Go, go on, Alex. What do you think? Um, just judging by like players, I, I'd go with what Joe said. 12 million pound. I think that's fair given that they pay 15 had an injury hit season um, but if they can get him fit and get him playing and he shows the form that he showed at Forest a couple of years ago but over not just one month before he moved like over a whole season then I think you've got a player who's worth about 25 million yeah well yeah eventually yeah he's 21 you know he's, he's no age so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of development still to come but the, Leip- the Leipzig move was an odd one wasn't it yeah, but they were signing a lot of young players and they still do, didn't they? And it works. So. It works more for them, not just not with Burke, obviously. I went 10 million. I've got the the, uh, the next one, I think we're all going to have the same answer to this. What's Gareth Barry worth in the current market? <laughs> um, I mean, I've got actually, I've put three, but actually, if Albion were to pay Gareth Barry a million pounds to go away, I can make my piece with that. A bag of chocolate buttons, maybe. Um, yeah, a couple of drinks in snobs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a round. Yeah, yeah. So, so, we paid money for Gareth Barry. Alex, would you would you contest that anyone else should pay money for him? How much did you pay for Gareth Barry? Eight hundred grand or something, I think. It was yeah, it was it was. I think it was negligible in the current market. It was, it was, it was more. It was more the wages. I, I, I it was fifty four though. I think if you wanted to leave on a free, no one's going to argue. On I, that, so I, don't I can don't understand why he's taken up the the extra year. Of course, extra that, that's year of that, pay. extra yeah. year of pay. Uh, that's 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 a no. Two not, million in the sky That's rocket. a no brainer for him. Yeah. But I mean, f- fingers have to be pointed at the people at the club who, who may or may not still be there that gave him that contract. Can you see? Uh, I mean, so, so, so you, I'm sure you've seen you've you've seen uh, some bits of him, and obviously you've seen a lot of the championship. Can you see? In, in my head. He's exactly the wrong sort of player for the championship. He hasn't got the physicality of the engine to get up and down. He, yeah, he can he can kind of pick a pass, but it's going to be he's going to be next to Brunt who can pick a pass. But I can't see a role for him. Is he this sort of player? Can you see him succeeding in the championship on any level? Um, I think he's, he's. I mean, I don't think we should move too far from the fact that a few years ago Gareth Barry was a regular in the England team, yeah. and he was playing for Man City, winning Premier Leagues, and and he was well, one of Everton's better well players Everton, two years ago, very well at yeah. Everton. So I mean. Yes, he's had a very bad season, um, but all in all, he still he still uses the ball well. He still he still know like, his positional sense won't have changed. So I could see him being fairly decent in the league. He's not gonna. I mean, if Gareth Barry comes up against, I'm gonna pick out some name now. I'm probably gonna get sued. <laughs> um, I don't know. Luke Murphy of Burton Albion. Gareth Barry is a better footballer than Luke Murphy of Burton Albion, who are no longer in the championship. But <laughs> so he's. You'd expect him to come out on top in that battle, wouldn't you? I tell you what, I've, I've, I've no idea who Luke Murphy of Burton Albion is, but I guarantee you he beats Gareth, he beats Gareth Barry in a race. Yeah, I hope he's not a listener. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I just think, oh, with, with Barry, I just, 
I really, really hope whatever happens, it doesn't become like a Mika Richards situation where he's just kind of hanging around the club with no prospect of football, yeah. just kind of taking money. Have which... we got some breaking transfer news? Uh, Luke Murphy signed for Albion. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an awkward press conference. <laughs> um, well, so let's bounce into NASA Chadlio. I think we can probably all agree he's likely to leave Albion this uh, this summer. Yeah. Uh, what what do you what do you ask for Belgian international NASA Chadlio? He could win the World Cup. Well, obviously if they won't play in England, he might win the World Cup. Yeah. Um, but I've always liked Chadlio. There's a really really well. There is a really good player in there. Um, I think when he first joined Albion, he was absolutely brilliant. The first four, four games, then he kind of, <laughs> then he started to go off the ball. We we'll call bit. that the Zuvaloon effect. <laughs> Maybe the Pulis effect as well. Um, he obviously didn't kind of see eye to eye with Tony Pulis on a lot of the things that uh, Pulis put forward, which I think a lot of players would probably agree with. Um, but I, I still think from what he's done at Spurs, the fee Albion paid for him, what he'll rise to eighteen million, won't it? Yeah. Uh, eventually, yeah. I think he's still Albion's record signing all in. I think Premier League clubs would be prepared to pay 20 million if they were. You see how many Belgian players are going to China right now? Chinese could pay about 40 million. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's, the, that's the thing. It's like, I actually, you know, I, I'm not sure there'll be that many Premier League clubs actually coming for Chadley. He strikes me as a sort of player who'd be happy to go to somewhere like China. Yeah, go yeah, abroad. Uh, I've, I've, got, I've gone with actually just the, um, the release clause. Which is just if they take if they oh, get of that, he's got a sixteen what, mil yeah. around sixteen million. Well, this this whole discussion was just pointless, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've got him, and, him and Rondon. I've got them as the. Uh, that's right. So yeah, I'd yeah, just, but in China they'll still pay forty million. Exactly. I, mean. I just I, yeah, <laughs> just don't mention it. Uh, I, I, I've gone. I've just put that because I think you know what Albion would be very very happy to take that. I'm sure sixteen million get for the books, and he's probably on I don't know seventy to eighty grand a week probably. That's nice. I won't waste too much breath on him, but say I absolutely agree. He's just my sort of player, Nasser Chadley, and I'm gutted that he never really made out of Albion, but such is life. Um, on to a player who I really don't agree well, really One don't last agree. word on Chadley, you've got to admire the fact that he got into the World Cup squad having played 15 minutes since October. Yeah, I, I, I've got to, I get the feeling that he might have been managing that. <laughs> um, Hal Robson Carno is a player that I am not a huge fan of. And actually, I've put down here 2.5 million for Hal Robson Carno, but actually, I'd be pleased if Albion would give him away for free. So that's why I'm at Hal Robson Carno free. Uh, I've put three. Um, yeah, ballpark, same as you. I keep forgetting he's there. Uh, yeah, I he hasn't played much football, really. He's been injured. Um, when he is fit, he still doesn't play. <sighs> to this day, he remains one of the just most questionable pickups, even on a free. Didn't it just everything about it was just odd. Yeah, Pulis seemed less than enthused when he arrived and made those really quite strange comments. You know, and was very very openly. Happy to point out that he wasn't very high up on his priorities. He's, an, he's another player I think would struggle for his place in the Championship more so than the Premier League. I think the Premier League had a couple of good games. Well, no, he played well for us fundamentally, but as a player who played his back to goal, who never had any pro, any hope of scoring, who ran channels and blah blah blah. We don't need that in the in the Championship. We need we need someone that's kind of got a cutting edge, that's going to create goals or score goals, which history says he won't. Uh, so these are three million. Alex, what would you uh, what do you think for Alan Robson Carney? Based on that Cruyff turn against Belgium, I'll probably pay three million. <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah, nothing. He's I, think that, I think that's it. There's no extra. And the Southampton goal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon about three million. To be fair, I don't think. I mean, he's not going to want to stay at Albion if he's not going to play. Is the thing is, he's third choice to striker at the minute at Albion. Rondon Rodriguez, if and when they both leave this summer, he'll still end up being third choice next year because Albion will yeah. just bring two more strikers in to, ahead of him. Mm. So he's never going to be first choice. Yeah, and and he's. I mean, Albion overpaid massively. 
because he's powered and cut in half he becomes kind of plus one he has been linked with Cardiff I think who, who are yeah, like Premier League side I mean, yeah, yeah so maybe spurious yeah but Neil Warnock also spent £6 million on Gary Medine there is this so, I mean you could, you could quite easily get £10 million for Harrods and Carnival that's that's cycled correctly yeah maybe we need to uh, need to alert China uh, so Rondon we probably can keep relatively short 16.5 million is what his clause will be and Albion shouldn't accept a penny less than that should they uh, no I don't think so I think Rondon's uh, I think Rondon actually would be a very very good striker in the championship I think Rondon could get you 12-15 goals oh yeah, yeah. Remember, um, so I, I think I think it's not a bad case. It's not a bad. It wouldn't be a bad thing if it turned out that Rondon was still at Albion come middle of August. I remember a really highly rated um, manager uh, slash coach Alan Pardew saying, <laughs> saying that uh, Sullivan Rondon, if he can uh, if he can add goals to his game, is I think he's, I think he said he's the best striker he's worked with in terms of like, like hold up play and stuff. This guy's worked with Denver Bar, who tore up the Premier League for years at a time. So uh, <laughs> exactly, but you know, his he's, he's best achievement was probably what he did at Albion last year, wasn't it? Clearly, oh, well, clearly. So. <laughs> I think seeing as you've mentioned Alan Pardew, I mean, a lot of water has gone under the bridge since Alan Pardew <laughs> left. You know, we, there's been some nasty things said about Alan Pardew on this podcast. I think it's important now that we address them by returning to our weekly, uh, our weekly feature of all the things we think are brilliant about Alan Pardew. Off you go, guys. Inserts tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving on. Um, so, we're going to end... I don't think we're going to bother um, with Zhang, because uh, we're not Zhang. sure he's an actual proper human being. So, our final person we've got to value is Jay Rodriguez. Mm. Uh, have we done this one? Sort of no, well, you said to me earlier, would I accept 20? And I said, uh, oh, certainly, if I was Albion, if I, if I was in Albion's oh, okay. shoes, yes, what I would accept would 20. Va- what would you value? What, you value? Value? Scores, what, what figure did you put down? Uh, I've gone 15. 15? 15. 15 is, I think, it's slightly up on, um, I've got in front of me exactly what the kind of, the, the clauses are, that the, um, the, the, the add-ons that were yeah. it, for it benefit of Southampton last summer. But I'd imagine fifteen is. I don't think small he's profit. Should, but we should, we should have more than a small profit, should we? We bought a player that again, similar to Garzi, that had an injury problem. He played an entire His season. Career's got played a well. life. Yeah, um, it has. So I, I mean, I've gone twenty million because I feel like I feel like that that his value should have appreciated, but also that um, it'd be difficult to replace him. That he can probably play two or three positions for for us next season. Lone striker, he can play wide. He connects with midfield well. He'd also be a good kind of secondary striker. So it wouldn't be easy to replace, albeit we could replace him. So I've gone 20, but I feel like his value should have appreciated. I know it's coming across, I'm just sat here bursting bubbles, but oh. I just, I don't think, I think I don't think 20 million for Jared Rodriguez is like, would be fair. I mean, he scored, what, seven seven Premier League goals. He'd take the goals in the cup out of it. I know a couple of Liverpool weren't made. Yeah. One was at Accrington. I think he'd take those out of it. And at Exeter. Exeter, yeah. Yeah, um, and look at what he did in the Premier League. What seven goals in thirty-eight games? Is it? I think he played every game. Didn't he? Um, he didn't play every game, but I mean, he was he, he last. He was famously dropped. Dropped wasn't he? for story. Infamously yeah. dropped. So seven goals in the Premier League. I mean, it's great considering that he had the injuries the years before. Um, but I, I don't think he kind of paid from ten to twelve million. It was twelve million, yeah, okay. up front. So I don't think he's doubling his, his value in a year, having scored seven goals. But wouldn't you say that if a club like Burnley, who are, are in the UEFA Cup? Are, or Europa League are of, in, of interest in a striker that Burnley wants should be worth in the arena of 20 million I mean Premier League strikers don't cost less now do they I think Burnley would want him but I don't think they'd want him at 20 million yeah I think they'd want him at 
14, which is what I'd, I'd say 14, to be fair. 14. Well, your thing is, you're saying Dawson and Rodriguez are the subject of a £25 million bid based on this. You reckon that Burnley should actually be offering 40? Uh, I'm at 38. 38. <laughs> I'm at 26 I'm at 30 I'm at 35 I think right. Burnley are perfectly within their rights to put 25 million pounds well, well, and Albion are perfectly within their rights to I mean that's the, that's the spirit of this release one, the one positive for this season and potentially next season is Albion aren't necessarily driven to be a selling club fundamentally on a financial level they don't need to accept almost any of the bids we've just said but barring the ones that have clauses and the fact that four of their players do have clauses mean that they probably are going to play greater hub or the ones that don't. You know, they're, they're, there's a greater um, value on consistency at Albion by virtue of the fact that the squad's about to be ravaged. Um, well, what happens so, next to this season? We're going to have to sign about ten players in the space of a month. Well, I think we've literally just sold every single player on that list, haven't we? So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. a whole new squad. We're going to like hold. Just, just, just get out to China and everything. What everything about, will be fine. I know they're never going to. Can go we have? Up. Can we have? Can you please send Zhang back? Huh? I know they're never going to leave because. I mean, more wouldn't allow it. But what about people like uh, Lecco and Field? What would you rate them as? I mean, we've seen Ty Roberts leave last last season for two and a half. So, yeah, it, it's too, I think it's kind of too difficult to say. Roberts obviously had that experience with. Um, well, I mean, f- he was undervalued in that because his contract was about to go. Mm. But he'd get the experience with um, Wales and so on, which changed it. I mean, because on the face of it now, Lico is a uh, he's a failed championship player on, on the basis of last season. So his value is not going to have appreciated great wildly last season. And he's a player that still that he hasn't had the opportunity to have his breakthrough. Mm. And I think a lot of Albion fans would hope that we become the sort of team that can offer that breakthrough. Now you look at lots of like Remain Sawyer's that we're looking yeah, at, re- at returning yeah. back. We never offered those opportunities before. Same with Chris Wood and so on. I mean, this this season needs to be an opportunity for Lico to succeed or fail. And you know, it's a bit like you talked about Burt before. It's not beyond the realms of possibility that you could be talking, you know, ten million plus for league at the end of the season. Yeah. It's equally not beyond the realms of possibility that you might be worth nothing at the end of this season. It's just too hard to say, really. But fundamentally, if he doesn't break through this season, one would question whether he not he ever would. Uh, Fields probably different. Um, I don't know. I, I, they're, they're, I don't think I could value. I think Fields proven himself to a certain yeah. extent, hasn't he? Um, I think Fields should be worth more than Roberts. I guess. I guess. I'd value Field at about four million. That's yeah. I think Field certainly should be really, really very much higher up a first team place next year. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Shan's got a big role to play in, in the kind of overlooking the, uh, or rather overseeing the um, the kind of transition of players like Kane Wilson and, and um, Rakeem Harper as well, who have, you know, kind of, we've glimpsed fleetingly in the, in the uh, first team, but you know there are players there that you've you've got to give a you've got to give a chance to Fitzwater f- and Palmer and I think the formation is going to be really important for Field. I think Field is a is a midfielder who who has the potential to play well in a three man midfield, but I don't know where you fit him in a four four two. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure he kind of has that kind of physicality. Do a um, hard you stick him on the wing? Yeah. Uh, no. I'm not a big fan of Alan Pardew. Um, so, so I, I'd hope that there's kind of the tactical, um, the tactical possibility. Like I said, but Field and Nico players that um, I think I think that's there's this, this kind of like latent hope with Albion that for, for once you, know, you actually have these like very good players coming through. But, but we're all we've always been sort of slightly too pressed in the Premier League years to actually give yeah. them their opportunity. Yeah. You've also got the coach, two coaches working there now in. Darren Moore and Jimmy Shannon who've actually kind of brought these kids through so yeah, know all about them, they yeah. definitely should get a chance Which, and I mean the fact that they've been linked with Sawyers I think is a real good example yeah. of, of the fact that they, they 
they kind of have that interest. You know, they've, they've renewed the contract to Fitzwater, which is good news, but probably, probably equally, um, they're kind of desperate in that position. So we'll kind of see how that pans out. But um, but yeah, well, we sold all those players now, so there's a, there's a lot of money to spend. It's a bit yeah. like uh, we've, we've, we've just basically mapped out a, a dream game of uh, fantasy football for all of our listeners. Um, We'd like, hopefully, next week to have an actual transfer to talk about, but we're going to make no promises where that's, reg- where that's regarded. But we do, as ever, thank you for joining us. Equally, thank you, Alex, and you, Jay. Thank you. And uh, please join us again next week for another episode of Digital Corner. Thank you.